Welcome to the second episode of Let's Place. That's the name of the show. It always has been. D ignore what happened last time. Uh, I'm the de facto host of this garbage podcast, Luke, and uh, we have uh, exercised the Skype ghost we had uh, last time, but in doing so, we've also lost our two previous uh, expert judges. So I've got two new ones here today. Uh, I've got Ty. Heyo! And I've got Paul. What? I thought you said that was your name was. No. Oh, did I mishear you? What was... Tall. Oh, okay, tall. All right. I'm an idiot. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, good. Off to a good start. Just completely... Just deciding that you're named Paul. Okay. Anyway, uh, we have five new games to rank and to mix into the list that we produced on last episode. Uh, just to, as a primer here, our list so far is, uh, our number one game is California Speed, followed Ooh. by Arubaria No Atome, followed by Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, followed by Wild Wheels, and rounding out the back is the worst game of all time to our knowledge at this point, Desert Speed Trap starring Roadrunner and Wild E. Coyote. So, I have chosen four more games at random that we'll rank on this list, and in addition, I have taken listener suggestions for a fifth game to rank. So, the games we'll be looking at on this episode are the following. IL-2 Sturmovic, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe, Koala Chase, Busy Scissors, and Elsa Dentist. And uh, last week being the, well not last week, it was yesterday probably, uh, being the first episode, uh, we sort of just went with our gut on how to do it, but I think we actually established some good rules for it. So how this is going to work, we're going to go one game at a time, folding it into the list, uh, we'll talk about the merits of the game, compare it to the game it's being compared to, and then we'll have a vote where a simple majority decides uh, whether it's moving up or down in the list. Uh, so... I guess let's just get on into it with uh, IL-2 Sturmovic, which uh, we will initially be comparing to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, which, uh, if you didn't hear the last episode, is an MMORPG set in ancient Rome. So, so does anyone heard of IL-2 Sturmovic? I have heard of it, yes. Okay, you're ahead of me. Uh, you uh, mentioned it earlier in this podcast, like uh, a minute ago, so yeah. That's true. Before we recorded, I did read that list to you two. So, do you know what it is? It's a plane game? Okay, alright, yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up now. It's, uh... I have noticed on our list that there's actually a lot of Sturmovic, like, expansions... So, yeah, it looks like it's a flight simulator. Um, now, are we judging it based on the expansions, or are we merely judging the vanilla version? I think we're judging it merely on the vanilla version. Okay. I think those expansions might come up as separate games at some point in the future. So, uh, looking at this, yeah, it was published by Ubisoft. Okay, so we're dealing with, like, a big boy video game. That's that's a new one for this for this uh, show. It was developed in Russia by the One C Company. Okay, okay. Let's see. Game features thirty-one flyable planes and additional forty non-flyable planes available as opponents. You can play as Australia, France, Finland, Germany, Hungary, Italy, Japan, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Poland, Romania, Slovakia, the United Kingdom, the USA, and the USSR. So that's a pretty. That's a wide variety of options you've got there. You can also wow. support up to 100 players online, which is larger than even most games today. And this game came out in yeah, 2001. That's, that's impressive. Um, have we stumbled upon the airplane equivalent of World of Tanks? <laughs> well, the answer is maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, oh, uh, 91 out of 100 on Metacritic. That is a much higher rating than... Uh, Gods and Heroes, which was only a, uh, what was it, a 25, yeah, no, it was a 4 out of, 40 out of 100, I think, on Metacritic, I don't remember. Can you even that still play Gods and Heroes? Uh, that's probably not, honestly. Uh, this game, I think you could play if you sought it out. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, because, yeah, we did find out the, the makers of Gods and Heroes went bankrupt. Like, the, the company that made it no longer exists. So, you're probably right. Um, so, uh, Tall, what it is... It sounds to me like you might be leaning in favor of voting this over Gods and Heroes. I would, in fact, vote it over Gods and Heroes. Okay. Uh, mm. Ty, what about you? What are your feelings? About? I don't know, man. I love Gods and I love Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, love medieval shit, but I don't know about MMOs. That's right, right. And even However, if you this, did this... like MMOs, you couldn't play it. <sighs> yeah, that's a that's, that's a strong point against it. You mean if we were going to yeah, judge yeah. games that you can play versus games that you can't play, generally playing them is preferable. <laughs> it's very true. That's very true. Those are words of wisdom. Uh, but point. ultimately, the decision for for Ty's vote belongs to no one but Ty. So. I gotta give it to them. They got a lot of planes. Ah, uh, they do have a lot of planes. What okay, you know what? Planes. Ah, you know, I think I don't really remember last night very clearly, but I believe this is the first unanimous vote that this podcast has seen. I'm also going to give it to IL Dashdu Sturmovic. So that places it above Gods and Heroes: Rome Rising. Now we need to randomly compare it to either California Speed or Arubera Noatome, the two games above it on the list. So. Let me uh, pull up our old friend, the random number generator here, and do a coin flip. We got a two. So we are comparing it to Arubaria Noatome next. And again, for those of you that missed last episode, this is a game that we eventually learned is, in fact, a visual novel uh, in the Raising Simulator subgenre, which I understand is like uh, Princess Maker or Long Live the Queen. Uh, it does appear that it was on the PC and the PlayStation. It is based on a manga we also discovered uh, from someone who will probably be a future guest on this show, uh, my good buddy Dustin, who uh, says that manga never got even fan translated into English. <laughs> so it's maybe not the most popular property. Hey, it's niche. It's niche. That... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we sort of talked over the merits of Arabaria pretty thoroughly last time. Uh, Tal, what are your feelings on uh, Sturmovic versus Arabaria? You know, when it comes to the playability of video games, I can't even mm. find Arabaria. So once again, I could oh, not yeah. play it even if I wanted to. Sturmovic is getting a lot of points in the category of being capable of being played. That's true. Someone would say that's the most important thing you want in a game, being able to play it. It's a strong factor. I'm not saying that's the most important thing, but Mm. if you can't play something, it's hard to judge it. And if it's hard to judge it, it's probably not good. Okay, yeah. I I can't argue with that. Uh, Ty? Um, I don't know. With this visual novel, I'm I'm not so hip on it. Tell Tell me more. I like the last name. Neotomia? I love that. It sounds... Uh, so I've told you an exhaustive amount of information that I have on it. There's a guy on the front that wears a turban, hmm. and there's three girls on the box art that uh, are color-coded like the Powerpuff Girls. Okay. And there's, like, some angel wings, and, like, a dude who looks like Sephiroth with blue hair. Okay. That sounds pretty anime. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of anime bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. But so many planes, man. I can't... Yeah. No. How many planes are in it? Uh, I, To my knowledge, zero. It looks like it's sort of a medieval fantasy setting. How many players Ooh. does Arabar no Tome support at once? It appears to be just one. That is significantly less than over 100. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Can I play as, USS, as a USSR in uh, Neotoma? I, I don't think you can. What are these clowns doing over here? You know, <laughs> that's a good question, I suppose. You think you, the USSR doesn't have their own anime dudes that could... Oh, man. You know, off the top of my head, I don't know if I've ever seen any animation come from Russia. Surely there are Russian animators, but I don't... I can't think of any. You know, in Isle Dash Sturmovic, you can even play as Japan. So even judging Japanese culture against Japanese culture... Right, right. Otome does not have an advantage. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, uh, am I hearing two votes for Sturmovic? I'm hearing, yeah, strong votes for Sturmovic. All right, well, uh, in that case, I am going to be offering a minority opinion in this case. I give it to uh, 
Arubari no Otome. And here's the thing. You're absolutely right that you cannot play it. But while you've extolled the virtues of a game that can be played, you've ignored the virtues of one that can't be played. Because I have the power to imagine that game to be anything I want it to be, and there's no possible way to refute it. So in some ways, it's the greatest game. It's untouchable. Ah, oh, man. Right. Immune to criticism, even. Yeah. But uh, I am outvoted here, so once again, uh, IL-2 Sturmovic is moving up the list, which means now we're on to a showdown against uh, Sturmovic and California Speed, our current number one game. Now, tell me, do you prefer cars or do you prefer planes? Well, let's see. I have flown a plane before. Oh. Um, I... I think pl- cars are generally more practical for your average person. Planes, however, are both safer and faster. Okay, which one had Larry the Cable Guy? Because that's going to be a strong point in their favor. Uh, I don't believe either had Larry the Cable Guy. California Speed does let you drive a forklift, though. Okay. California it's Speed not- sells itself in the name on its ability to go fast. It's speed, if you will. But the car right. can never be faster than a plane. Hmm... So if you are but looking if for a, speed, if a car... IL-2 Sturmovic would in fact be the better game. Now, if we're looking for purely linear speed, you're absolutely correct. However, I do believe that a car capable of drifting through turns can take sharper and therefore faster turns than an airplane. At some point, the G-forces and the, the wind resistance, it's just you can't do it. You always got to keep, you always got to factor in the drift factor. You that's, know, that's, it, yeah. I, I did forget the factor in the drift factor, I'm sorry. Yeah, an airplane cannot drift. Does uh, California Speed have any online functionality? Uh, no, it is an arcade game uh, and an N64 game, so it's sort of predated uh, online functionality. Mm. It did support uh, four-player local four uh, player. modes on the on the Nintendo 64, however. Four-player versus well, 100 players. You're not wrong that, that that 100 is a bigger number than 4. I'd be a fool to argue that point. <laughs> However, just to, you know, we, we need to be measured and, you know, intelligent here. To, there's a question of quantity versus quality. What is better, 99 strangers on the internet or three of your best buddies slamming 99 back... strangers on the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, we've got also... <laughs> You gotta always also think about this. Was it not Jay who said I got ninety nine problems? Like, what if all those people on the internet are jerks? You don't want that. <laughs> then You're you can shoot them out of the sky. Are you suggesting that that song is secretly about IL two Sturmovic? Secretly, I don't. I don't know if it's so secretly. <laughs> it's a pretty strong well, when, when subtext. When did that song come out? Two thousand four. Oh, it is entirely possible that he played. He played IL two Sturmovic and said, "Wow." You know what? All 99 of those people in that game were a problem. I mean, it's all on rapgenius.com. But at least I have a loving girlfriend, so that's not one of my problems. (sighs) Also, if we're going on quantity, I mean, Mm. planes can fly in a bunch of different directions. Car, you pretty much just going, going, you know. That's true. IL-2 Sturmovic offers the full three-dimensional experience of operating a vehicle. You're, you're, you You know, you're making great points. And down. And not just along the track. What about what about hills? You can go up and down in a car. Yeah, but that's along a track. You can't just go up and down whenever you want. I suppose that's true. What about Speed Racer's car, which has those like jump jacks? Is Speed Racer's car available in California? Speed? Well, no, but just as a general point of philosophy. Well, let's argue that when we get to a Speed Racer game. You know what? Uh, fair enough. All right, so uh, I think it's time to put in our votes, and it sounds to me like I know which way the room is leaning. Uh, Tall? IL-2 Sturmovic. All right. Uh, Ty? California Racing! Really? I was not expecting this. Uh, would, you, would you care to explain your rationale? I just can't see the Fast and the Furious in Sturmovic. I... Mm-hmm. Okay. No, hold on a second. <laughs> I, I'm, I feel like the Fast and Furious franchise will definitely, in the future, expand to airplanes. I don't think this is out of the question. Well, maybe once we rank all video games, we can come back and re-rank them based on a cultural shifts in our lifetime. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this won't take more than, I don't know, 10, 15 episodes, so we'll have plenty of time to come back and do more. 
like that. Um, so that really means it's down to me to decide uh, whether we're which game we're crowning as our best game of all time for the time being. And uh, I realized on the last episode I said I had not played that game, uh, California Speed. But then I looked at the box art for the N64 version, and I realized I absolutely had. I don't know if I rented it, or if it was perhaps given to me as a gift from a relative who didn't know that I didn't care about racing games very much, but I have played it, and I think I've driven that forklift, and I think, I think I've got to give it to California Speed. Well, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yep. IL-2 Stormovic, you are our number two game of all time, but... So far, California Speed has not been toppled from our number one position. Let me just uh, update this uh, Google document so that we don't lose our place. I might just cut this out because it's boring. Where's the insert one above? There we go. There we go. All right. So, we now have six games sorted out of about 100,000. I did look it up. I found out that that paste bin page we were using was just copied and pasted from two separate databases so there was a lot of overlap so i copied it into notepad myself and cleaned it up and it turns out there's only about a hundred thousand video games you know moby games much more does have a random button yeah uh oh does it that might be worth looking into i've just been using this this database is based on the universal video game list and i've just been using a random number generator to find random lines in it But uh, for now, we're moving on to our second game of the evening. And this one is International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Which uh, I believe is a Konami-published soccer game. Let's just uh, do a little bit of uh, the old Google foo here. Uh, The old Google plexin. Uh, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Oh, it's a Super Nintendo game. Okay. First impression. Box art. Excellent. I really like the box art. Except, well, hold on a second. It's like, the the box art is like a sort of impressionistic painting of a soccer player kicking a ball. But then there's another soccer ball that says Deluxe, and it's like gold-plated. And it's, there are two soccer balls on the field? I'm not sure that's uh, field regulation. Well, when you're playing superstar soccer, they can handle two balls at once. I see, I see. And it's one of them made out of solid gold, or at least gold plating? Oh yeah, it adds another layer of, you know, tactics and strategy. I see. Okay, okay. It's like a golden um, snitch, if you will. Yeah. Uh, to get an idea what this box art looks like stylistically, it, if you've seen Rocky Three, the painting at the end of that, it's, it's sort of that style of painting. Uh, let's take a look at what this has to say. It came out in 1995. Uh, oh, it was on the Super Nintendo, the Mega Drive, and the PlayStation, actually. So that's interesting. Uh, let's see... It was made possible to play with two players cooperatively against the computer. So unlike the normal inter- uh, International Superstar Soccer, this has co-op in it. Uh, let's see, we've got extra commentary added. Ooh. Uh, better graphics and AI. The deluxe version really sounds like the way to go if you're looking for an International Superstar Soccer game on the Super Nintendo. And we are judging the deluxe version, yes? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I think it's clear that... Wherever this happens to fall on the list, the normal International Superstar Soccer, that's going at least one place below. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, does anyone have any other information that they've found while I've been just skimming this Wikipedia page? Right. It's International Superstar Soccer 95, you said? Or Pro Deluxe? It's it's Deluxe, yeah. I think okay. 95 is the, the pre-Deluxe version. Okay. Uh, let's see, oh, here's some information. This game was successful in Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, and Peru generating many unlicensed ROM hacks distributed on pirate cartridges using ISS Deluxe as a base. The game was altered so it would match Brazilian teams instead of world national teams. So, this game has, like, a homebrew scene where people hack the ROM to include more of their local teams and then distribute that on a cartridge. To inspire that con following, it must be pretty good. It must be a pretty good soccer game, I would think, yeah. Oh, Factor 5 worked on this. Who are they? I know I recognize that name. They made Lair. Mass. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also made Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2 and 3. So, pretty well-respected developer here. Uh, yeah. They did the N64 version of Resident Evil 2. Pretty well-respected publisher, too. Konami. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... I was about to say, I don't want to get political here, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, do you, you know... 
we're going to subtract some points for that for, you know, their crimes well, in the past. I don't think it's fair to disparage the reputation of International Superstar Soccer Deluxe based on actions outside of its control in the far future. Yes. Frankly, I, I would go beyond that and say the fact that good games came out of a company with a poor work environment is all the more testament to the dedication and hard work that was put in by its creative team. That they were able to create something valuable, even in that kind of environment. Strong arguments, sense of the father, all that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, let's see. What are we comparing this to first? Uh, we need to do a coin flip. And we are comparing this one to Arubaria no Atome this time. So, uh, how do you think these two games stack up? I don't even know what Arubaria no Atome is. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. None of us do. <laughs> but this looks like a pretty alright soccer game. Yeah, I think it does too. Well, not to go back to the same you know rubric we used in the beginning, but hmm. there's far more teams in this than there are in Arabaria. You're right, you're right. And, you know, something about the argument that I placed in the minority opinion that I can just imagine that it's a great game because I don't know what it is... I don't know why, but that rings a little hollow to me. I can't quite place why, though. It's unscientific, really. Yeah. We're trying to be as so, objective uh, and scientific as possible in this ranking. Right, right. So are we uh, unanimous, then, in voting this above Arabaria? I would say so. Yes. Okay. Strong contender now, with uh, the pirate versions. Yeah, okay, so that means now we're sort of into the difficult part, because uh, IL-2 Sturmovic, uh, greatest game of all time contender. What do we think about uh, its chances versus international soccer deluxe? Oh boy, this is going to be a hard one. Yeah. Let's see, what kind of countries does uh, soccer deluxe have? Let's see, uh, this game has 36 teams divided into 6 regions, 6 teams. 24 European divided into 4 region. Six new teams include Croatia, the Czech Republic, Greece, Northern Ireland, Poland, and Portugal. Sturmovic did not have a Czech Republic option. Yeah, this is definitely more I don't countries. think the Czech Republic existed in World War II. Nope. So, yeah, I, I think in terms of representation, we've got to give it to soccer. Definitely, definitely. And it's, it's representation in terms of peace, you know, in soccer, which brings people together instead of a glorification of war like Sturmovic. That's very true. That's very true. Um, but, on the other hand, we have to revisit the fact that you can't play a hundred people in any version of soccer. That That is definitely a mark in Sturmovic's favor. So, uh, Tal, I've given you the first vote on the Sturmovic ones. Uh, let's go to Ty this time. Well, how are you feeling this time? I gotta say, um, I don't know, are we gonna be judging the ROM hack versions? <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I, because they're, they're illegitimate. But I think that we can acknowledge the fact that this game was popular enough to uh, inspire ROM hacks. All right. Fair enough. I think, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a phone call. Hello. How you doing? Oh, of course not. All these goddamn video nope. games. I've got opinions, he man. He said he would be back on Friday and he'd give me are you ready? Desert speed trapping better than California speed. There's nothing better than California speed. You heard me. No video games better than California speed. But still, let's argue. Let's play. Sorry about that, I'm back. Oh, I didn't mute my microphone. <laughs> Whoops. That's cool. Leave All it right. in. Uh, you guys didn't... Did you stop your recording, or...? No. Okay, that's fine. I can just cut that out. That's no big deal. Um, anyway, where were we? We are talking about how all the countries that soccer has. Hmm. I believe Ty was huh. uh, casting his votes. Oh, that's right. Yes, you're right. It was uh, Neil Tome versus International Soccer? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no, it's Sturmovic versus Soccer. Oh. We've already decided that it beat uh, Otome. 
Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. We are getting a surprisingly number of pretty decent games right off the bat. I, I think I got to give it to the Superstar Soccer. I just, yeah? I'm just a big fan of the pirate scene. And okay. I think, like, you know, Tal had some pretty strong arguments about, you know, soccer bringing the world together, planes right. tearing us apart. Mm-hmm. All right, I think okay. it takes it. Okay, uh, Tal, how about you? Uh, what's your vote? I, too, would vote for International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Okay. Um, then, in that case, it wins. I am going to offer the quick uh, minority opinion that sports are dumb. So anything that doesn't involve them is inherently better. But that doesn't matter, because it wins anyway. So let's get that on into the list here. Insert one above. Kabam! I copied and pasted like a wizard. So... Third game of the evening. Well, we are just trucking along. Uh, we're now on to Koala Chase, which is for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I have never heard of this game in my life. I'm having trouble finding it on Google. <coughs> I see videos yeah, um, of Koala Chases, but no video games. Yeah, the, the problem is, yeah, the phrase Koala Chase is not very descriptive. Um, I'm going to go, let's see, uvlist.net, where I got my list from, and... Let's see for Koala Chase here. Do, do, do. It's loading. Uh, Koala Chase, 1990 by Color Dreams. Uh, it is a single-player game. This game is not... Uh, this says the prototype stage. So this is a <laughs> prototype. A this is not the finished game. But it says created and published by Color Dreams in 1990. Hmm... This game sounds like it exists in a quantum state of uncertainty. It was either released in 1990 or it's still in development today. I think we may have to pitch this one. I don't think this is a you video game. Cast it out? All right. I don't you know, know if what. I mean, you cast out those ROM hacks. I think it's, it's just fair, okay. fair to them. You know, yeah. I, I am willing to accept that. Koala Chase is gone. Uh, we will, after we cover the next two games in our list, we'll grab another one from the list. Uh, let's see here. Next one we have is Busy Scissors on the Nintendo DS. First impression, box art, bad. I will say that there appears to be a Game Grumps episode about this. Uh, yeah, the box art is bad. It looks like it might be a Barbie tie-in game from the box art. But it doesn't say Barbie on it. I think they're just trying to evoke the Barbie brand with this Yeah, I think blonde, this is a mere Barbie knockoff. Yeah. Well, I uh, admire like... that, uh, that plucky... Yeah. <laughs> Spirit, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Let's see if I can find any more information on it. Uh, Busy Scissors, Nintendo DS. A bunch of Amazon pages. It's for sale for about $5. Uh, well, I've got a page at IGN, and uh, their autofill, uh, like, automatic creation stuff is great, because IGN is your resource for Busy Scissors, with reviews, wikis, videos, trailers, screenshots, cheats, walkthroughs, Previews, news, and release information. I question that. Busy Scissors does have an official website at BusyScissors.com. Wow. Uh, I'm just looking at what it says on IGN here. Sharpen your professional edge and virtually experience the life of a salon professional. Developed in collaboration with Red Ken, Busy Scissors is a hairstyling simulation video game. Get ready to color, shampoo, cut, blow dry, and style hair with the Wii Remote... Well, this is a Nintendo DS game, so... Hmm. Uh, players earn reputation and advance their career in a Hollywood-based salon by meeting the demands of their glamorous and eccentric clientele. The game progresses as they help unlock each client's inner potential by finding their unique outward style. The game features over 25 hairstyles, 20 mini-games, 6 career levels, and 4 game modes, which provide a dynamic combination of realistic gameplay, humor, and entertainment. Huh. Well, now that I've read that ad copy, I'm ready to name it number one. But somehow, I have a feeling it might be a little biased. You know what? I don't think this game looks that bad. As far as no? uses of the touchscreen or Wii remote cutting hair, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, pretty good one. Yeah, totally. I, you know, I think there's a, you know, there's an urge, you know, in some cases that people want to dismiss things that are maybe not traditional video game uh, settings, you know. But just because you're not, just because you're Listen, you might not be swinging a sword to slay an orc, but you are swinging a scissor to slay a uh, split end. So, 
I'm afraid. Afraid ends. Uh, I'm defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Also, it inspired a game grump. So it's so it's art that's inspiring us to create more art. Yeah. So it, it this seems all right to me. It seems obviously intended for children, and it seems like it has some uh, sort of unfortunate, um, very gendered uh, presentation to it, but. It seems fine for what it is. I I'm I have pulled up the character page on the official website. There's some pretty good character names here. Like an oh, up-and-coming tattoo artist named Isaac Inks. Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. Fiona Fashion Hound, retired entertainment reporter, whose hair must always match her dogs. That seems like a fun challenge. Yeah, although you know what? We need to table this discussion because I just realized... We never debated the uh, merits of California Speed versus International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Oh, oh, we have to do that. We have to do that, so we will come back to Busy Scissors in just a moment. But uh, what about this California Speed situation? You've played California Speed, right? Uh, there a little bit when I was about ten years old, yeah. How did you enjoy it? Uh, well, like I said, I wasn't... I was more of a Beetle Adventure Racing person personally um so not as good as beetle adventure racing well i've never played california speed but i have played racing games in the arcade and on the nintendo 64 Mm -hmm. and i can tell you that i've never enjoyed them (laughs) okay that's they've always (laughs) felt like a waste of tokens okay yeah I, i i can see that totally um and we sort of got into this last time california speed gives the impression of being sort of a knockoff of Cruise in USA. Uh, so really, you're not even getting the best. Uh, Konami actually has a pretty strong reputation of being a good soccer game place, you know? International Superstar so, Soccer is, in fact, the precursor to Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is, do I hear a vote in favor of uh, International Superstar Soccer? Yes. Okay. Ty, how about you? I can't give it. I, I like being in a car more than I like running around, so oh. I think I would enjoy that game more than I would seeing people run around. That just looks tiring. Well, that's you know what? That's a very strong argument that we had not considered. Um, well, that leaves it to me to break this tie, and this is a tough one um, because International Superstar Soccer looks pretty competently made. Obviously, it had a very strong fan base amongst people that know their soccer games um but you can't drive a forklift in it so i i think california speed remains the the top game for right now um but i I think our top three right now is very strong definitely all three of these games uh i think with a different assortment of judges could easily be our number one game but they're not california speed is now back to busy scissors Finally! Uh, yeah. So, we've sort of discussed its uh, merits, and it's going up right now against, uh, you guessed it, Arubaria no Atome, which, as we push it closer and closer to the middle of the list by ranking games above it, it more consistently comes up as a game we have to compare things to. <laughs> which, I, I have a bad feeling it's going to always be at the middle of the list, because we know nothing about it. So we're going to put bad games below it, because bad's better than, worse than nothing, and any decent game above it, because anything's better than nothing. Hey man, you gotta get your place on the list by any right. means necessary. So I think Arubaria no Otome is just perpetually going to be the middle. It is like the Ryu of our roster of video games, just the middle of the road character. Uh, Ty, how are your feelings about uh, Busy Scissors versus Arubaria no Otome? I don't know. I, I think there's a lot more room for creativity in Bizzitzither than there is for Arabaria Nutome. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's hard to know for sure. Some visual novels that give you some flexibility, like what boy do you want to smooch, and others are very much you just you're along for the ride, and they're literally like a visual novel. I hate to give it just purely on the you know rankings of genre and the trappings mm-hmm. of the box art, but. I think Busy Scissor beats it. I, I gotta give it to Busy Scissors over. Okay, okay. Uh, Tall, how about you? I too would vote for Busy Scissors. Okay. Um, 
I think I'm with you on that. I think we have another unanimous decision to put Busy Scissors above Arubaria no Atome. Which means now we have the difficult choice of Busy Scissors versus International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. I don't think that's difficult at all. No? Okay. <laughs> Please elaborate. International Superstar Soccer Deluxe seems like a fully featured video game. Busy Scissors, mm. you know, seems like a fine game, but maybe lasts you a couple afternoons, but it's not going to be a mainstay of your collection. You're saying there's no one making ROM hacks of Busy Scissors to hack in new hairstyles? Yeah, definitely not. Okay, okay. All right, so you're voting for International Superstar Soccer. Uh, Ty, how about you? I gotta say, like, if there was like a homebrew community, maybe, and like, oh, we're gonna maybe we're gonna go to a barber shop yeah. this week, or maybe we're gonna do some other weird pet hair. That'll be mm-hmm. crazy. But no, I mean, it's good for what it is. But international soccer probably beats it out. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm with you on that. I think Busy Scissors uh, again. Busy Scissors mostly looks like a game for children. I think a hypothetical, fully fleshed out, like, extremely deep haircutting simulator could actually be a really fascinating game. But I don't think that's what Busy Scissors is. And frankly, uh, amongst the 100,000 games we're looking at here, I'm not sure if there is one of those. Uh, so, unfortunately, uh, I've, I've... Well, not unfortunately. This is objective. We can't <laughs> prescribe those kind of value judgments. Uh, I agree with you that International Superstar Soccer goes above it. Which means the final ranking for Busy Scissors is versus IL-2 Sturmovic. Oh, boy. Uh, Ty, I'll let you start this one off. Oh, man. This really comes down to it, doesn't it? It does. Uh, It does. My gut wants to go Sturmovic, but Mm. I don't know if I'm giving Busy Scissors a fair shake. Yeah, see, I I will say my concern very much is that uh, living as we do in a patriarchal society... I'm afraid that I am subconsciously dismissing Busy Scissors simply because it is uh, a female-coded product. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. Let's let's take a look at what we're doing in both games. In, okay, in Busy sure. Scissors, you are, you know, helping people feel beautiful, feel good about themselves. In Sturmovic, right, right. you are you are killing soldiers in a war. You're taking That's lives, making orphans. Yeah. That is true. I mean, I, I don't know if the ethical nature of war is really something that this podcast is prepared to dive into on a deep level, but you, certainly, the uh, if we're looking purely at, at a utilitarian level, the overall level of happiness uh, is certainly higher from your activities in Busy Scissors, unless you play the game poorly. But, you know what? I, that's something right there. You have power over how people feel in Busy Scissors. In Sturmovic... Whether you do poorly or well, you're still just another cog in the machine of war. You have no true agency. It doesn't matter if your plane gets shot down or if you shoot down the enemy. I think I think we are ready to vote on this one. Okay. All right. Ty, what, what is your vote? <sighs> like, after much deliberation, gotta go with mm-hmm. Stromovic. Stromovic? Okay. Okay. Uh, Tall, how about you? I will vote for Busy Scissors. You're voting for Busy Scissors. That means it is down to me. I really need to start having Ty do the votes last so that I can make jokes about tiebreakers. <laughs> um, but, whatever. Uh, boy, I can really see the merits in both of these games, and they, they're marketed to such different groups. Um, you know what? I will agree that war is a terrible thing. Uh, oh, I've got a text message. Um, I'll have to answer that in a second here. Uh, I will agree that war is a terrible thing, but specifically Sturmovic is about World War Two, And you're... Oh, wait, I was going to say you're playing as Russia, but you're not. You can play as... Can you play as Germany in that game? Yeah, I think so. Oh, if you can play as World War Two Germany, okay, no, I can't condone that. In that case, Busy Scissors wins just on ethical grounds. Now you make me look like a Nazi over here. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so yeah, Busy Scissors is now our third best game of all time. I did not see that coming. Nope, I did not either. Uh, So we have one last one. Well, no, we have two, but I've got to pick out a new one after this. Uh, I did not mention this last time, but 
Uh, in each episode after the first one, I want there to be four randomly chosen games and one listener-submitted game. Uh, so I have one here, and it is Elsa Dentist. And I believe this was part of a an article, I don't remember where it was, a while ago about all of the weird games marketed to girls that there are on the internet. Weird Flash games. Um, so you can actually find this right now. If you do a, a just search for Elsa Dentist, it comes up pretty quickly. Oh my god. Uh, am I, I have... I'm actually going to attempt to play it a little bit here. Um, I've got a picture of... So this is, uh, in case you uh, don't know, this is Elsa from Frozen. And uh, she is weeping openly as she has like teeth being pulled out of her by a cartoon pair of pliers. That's the title screen of this game. This is horrifying. Yeah, uh, in the top right, uh, I guess this is the developer, Cute Dora. You have, you know... Uh, graphics of Dora the Explorer and her uh, monkey friend. What is... I don't know his name. I don't know it. Boots? Uh, I guess we're moving on. Boots! That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so I, I hit play here. Oh, well, I'm getting a phone call again. If you need a mama, we could just listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, yeah. Hey, sorry. Well, I mean, I have I have school Monday. Yeah, that was why I didn't come in the first place. Yeah, I have school Monday and work Tuesday, so. Okay. <laughs> ah, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. You got it. Okay. Alright. Bye. Okay, I'm back again. <laughs> I didn't answer that text message quickly enough, I guess. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I am playing Elsa Dentist. I have an array of dentistry tools here. Uh, oh, boy, I clicked on it and she got closer to the camera. I guess just take some pliers and yank out some of these black, bloody teeth that she's got in her mouth. Okay, yeah, I just click on them and they vanish. Uh, and then I can just grab a tooth over here and just stick it in her mouth. Yeah, okay. Alright, yeah, she, she's she got teeth now. Uh, can I just yank out all of her teeth? Because they're all, like, gross, and I have other tools, but I just kind of want to pull them all out and just give her new teeth. It's not letting me pull one of these teeth out. Question, can you give Elsa a grill? Uh, it does not appear to have an option to give her a grill. If you look on the upper right, it will tell you what each tool does when you select it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for some reason she, I don't know if this is a bug. Oh, no, there we go. I got rid of all of her teeth. She now, uh, has no teeth. And her gums are a weird shade of, like, almost like a peach color. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just filling her mouth with new white teeth. But they're all molars. <laughs> so. It's kind of strange. I'm not sure if that's what you should be treating our children. That Yeah, this is, um... This is a weird game. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to say it's like avant-garde and very daring, but I don't think that's the case. I think the user interface in this game is very confusing. It's hard to figure out what to do and what tooth here does what and which tool you use to fix what. Well, and it's very mechanically um, shallow. There's no, like, goal. Like, dentistry, you know, has a goal to it where you're trying to do a very specific thing, make someone have a good mouth. Um, but this is just, I can, her gums are my playground. And I can just do whatever I want, and it doesn't really seem, I just filled her mouth with water. She might be drowning right now. I, I can't confirm that she's not. Then again, um, you might say that the player character in this game is not actually a dentist. It's just one of, you know, Elsa's friends who uh -huh. has to perform yeah. dentistry on her because she does not have dentist insurance in this economy. Yeah. So maybe this is some kind of, you know, commentary. I mean, she's like the queen of an entire kingdom. I would think she would have, like, a, a personal dentist. Well, we don't know the chronology of this game. This might be taking place oh, while I she's see. exiled. Oh, so you're suggesting that I'm playing the role of a snow dentist. Yes. Who's not, who doesn't actually know anything about dentistry. 
that would make a lot clearly of sense, has not like even that. anesthesiologized her since she is openly weeping yeah that's the thing that really you have to understand about this game elsa the beloved disney character is just staring at you and sobbing while you rip her teeth out of her mouth uh it's a really disturbing image actually uh, okay, well, that's enough of that. Oh my god. I'm Music's good, though. I'm closing that window forever. Uh, okay, if you say so. Uh, so, let's see, what are we comparing? Uh, it would have to be between four and five, so let me flip a coin. It's gonna go to five, so we are comparing this to, you guessed it, Arubarian Noah Tome. You know, I haven't played, I've, this is the first game on this list I've played. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I have to give it to Arborea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't really blame you for that choice. Uh, Tal, how about you? You know, as grotesque as I find this Elta Dentist game, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something to it. Whereas with Arabei okay. no Otome, as we have uh, established many times, there's nothing yeah. to it. There's nothing. Um, I will say, I, I think I've, Elsa Dentist gave me feelings, um, which is more than I can say about any other game on this list so far, uh, but they were not good feelings, and they weren't, like, they weren't the kinds of bad feelings that you applaud art for giving you. I'm sort of disturbed and uncomfortable, and kind of, like, my teeth hurt now. Because I've been thinking about dentistry for hey, so long. Hey, wait a minute. Does it make you want to brush your teeth? <sighs> no, it, it just makes me feel like all my teeth are going to be ripped out by a snowman in my sleep. And I'll be powerless to stop him and I'll just lay there weeping. Uh, I've got to give it to Arabaria no Atome. Uh, which means that we are now comparing it to the a game we have not discussed on this episode yet. Uh, Wild Wheels, which uh, is a game we talked about pretty extensively last episode. This is a... It's not a Flash game or a browser game, but it's that caliber. It's a car game. You have some very light customization options, and then you can drive around in sort of a pretty featureless uh, town. It's got graphics about on par with a PlayStation 1 game. It was released in 2012. There's really nothing to do other than drive around in circles, the Let's Player we watched playing it stopped playing it and gave up and just talked over a still screen for a while because he ran out of things to do. Um, so where would you compare Elsa Dentist to that? Al, you can go first this time. Let me, get a, let me check up on Wacky Wheels. <laughs> I, Wild Wheels... It just seems like a game for game's sake. I don't think it's trying to say anything like Elsa Dentist mm-hmm. may be trying to. Now, to be clear, what do you think Elsa Dentist is trying to say? I don't know, but I feel it trying okay. to communicate with me. <laughs> okay, okay. Hard to communicate uh, without any teeth. It's all much. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, plenty of people do it every day. I, you know, I can uh, see Elsa Dentist being made by maybe you know a, a young artist and programmer. Who hasn't really uh, fully figured out what they're trying to do, but they're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, experimenting, seeing what sticks. I see. I see. And uh, okay. I can respect that. Wild Wheels, it's just a game, man. <laughs> it is just a game. That's true. Uh, all right. So that's a that's a vote for Wild Wheels then. Uh, Ty, how are you feeling? Well, after hearing Tal's argument. Uh, I'm just envisioning uh, a programmer trying to take down the Disney machine from the inside. He's just like, <laughs> you know what? Frozen. I'm sick of Frozen. They bought Marvel. They bought Star Wars. This got to stop somewhere. How am I going to stop them? Shitty Flash game. Okay. And I can respect okay. that. So, <laughs> beats wacky wheels. <laughs> I I don't know that I can respect it, but I will agree that, you know what? Both of these games were made with children in mind. Both of these games are nakedly uh, capitalistic and greedy. Uh, but one of them uh, is completely generic, and the other one will give your children nightmares. And that's something. So I'm going to give it to Elsa Dentist also. Uh, so that means that Elsa Dentist beats Wild Wheels by unanimous vote. 
so now it has to compare itself to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising. The uh, Ancient Rome MMORPG that went out of business. And I, it's worth bringing up immediately the argument Tall made when we last discussed this game. You can play Elsa Dentist. We just did. You can't play Gods and Heroes. So, given that, uh, Ty, how are you feeling? I think the argument carries. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's a vote for Gods and Heroes. Uh, Tall? As the kids say. Or uh, as a vote for Elsa Dentist, yes, rather. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, that means we have a. Uh, did another unanimous vote. We agree that Elsa Dentist belongs directly under Arabaria Noatome. So let me just uh, toss that in there. Okay. All right, so we tossed out a game, which means now we need to pick a fifth one to round out this episode. Uh, so let me just grab a random number generator here. And what are we going to? This is number 100,000 even. Okay, cool. We have exactly 100,000 games on this list now. Two. Number 95,461. That'll take us to, hold on, control G, nine, five, four, six, one. That brings us to a game called Warlords for the Amiga. Warlords, Amiga. I put Amigo. That'd be a good title. Warlords, Amigo? Yeah. Warlords, Amigo. Yeah, I kind of love that name. Let's see. Uh, We have a... So the Warlords game... Oh, wait, Warlords, isn't that, like, um, where Puzzle Quest came from? Or is that a different game? There's a lot of war games. It is a series of at least four main games. Yeah, Puzzle Quest, Challenge of the Warlords. It started off as a spinoff of Warlords. So this is a a real-ass game we're looking at here. Uh, Let's see, this is the 1990... Hold on, this just... It just says Warlords. So I think even though the original game came out in 1980, this the Amiga one was 1990. So we're just looking at the first Warlords game. So it was created in 89 by Stephen Faulkner. Uh, featured eight different clans battling for the control of a mythical land of blah, blah, blah. Uh, do a whole bunch of Lord of the Rings talk. Each clan could either be controlled by the computer or by a human player, allowing up to eight participants taking turns in hot seat play. Okay, okay. Uh, gameplay consisted of moving units, attacking opponent units or cities, adjusting production in cities, moving hero units. Okay, so it's a strategy game. Uh, reviewers cited the basic sound and average graphics of the game, compensated by simple user interface and high dollar-to-play value. Okay, so in other words, this is maybe not the most technically uh, advanced game of its time, but it was well-made and you could get a lot of time out of it. That's fair. Uh, do do we have any other information on Warlords? Maybe even the the franchise or the their first game. I'm just right now. I'm just looking through the clans you can play as. You got mm. Storm Giants, Oaks, yeah. Orcs for Core, mm-hmm. Horse Lords. Mm-hmm. Horse Lords is a pretty good clan. Yeah. Looking through the Warlords Lord wiki, yeah, trying to get a handle on the lore of the series. Sure, sure, of course. Also, you know, it passes, uh, it says, as part of the Play It Again project, it is a game you can play, so... Okay, alright, that's important. Okay, so let's see, what are we comparing it to? Oh, you all know what we're comparing it to, it's our Baria no Atome, <laughs> our middle game. <laughs> It'll never move from the middle spot. <laughs> the more I hear you say that title, the more I want to just bump it up, it just... It's growing on me. I still forget the name of it every time until you say it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Tal, Tal, how do you feel about Arabaria Noatome versus uh, Warlords? You know, Warlords, the the setting of it, the the fiction mm-hmm. of it, seems mm-hmm. like a completely generic European fantasy to me. Whereas okay. Arabaria Noatome... There's a, there's at least a, a little bit of spice to it from what little information uh, that we have. Sure, it's a it's a game made in Japan, but there's a guy who looks Middle Eastern in it. I, that's that's more than Warlords has. Okay, okay. All right, so that's a vote for Arabaria. Uh, Ty, how about you? I'm I'm coming to the same thing, kind of 
reading uh these clans it seems maybe a little racist maybe a little racist <laughs> okay so, all right to redeem myself after voting for the Nazi game, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to give a strong down vote for Warlords. Okay, uh, I was actually going to vote for Warlords uh, on the basis that it was the genesis point of a pretty popular franchise that spun off Puzzle Quest, which is a massive game that like every freaking phone game is based on now. Uh, but, and also the name Horse Lords is very funny to me. But none of that matters, because I have been outvoted, and it is our number five, well, not necessarily number five. Well, now we have to compare it to our top four games to figure out where it goes in there. Oh, wait, no, bottom four games. I don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't, I'm not fit to host this show. Uh, let's see, so we need a coin flip again. Random.org. One to two got a two so that means now we need to compare it to uh wild wheels uh how are we feeling about uh warlords versus wild wheels wild wheels has cars so it's better (laughs) all right you can't argue with that uh ty how about you i don't know um i do like cars Uh uh-huh yeah we've established that that's why california speed still reigns supreme the wacky wacky wheels just looks too generic. I feel like more this is generic, generic than you warlords. Can't even remember its name. Ugh, gray dwarves. I've never heard of a gray dwarf. That's pretty. That's yeah. That is a color on top of a fantasy <laughs> race. So oh, the dwergar. Of course. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to warlords. <clears throat> All right, so Warlords beats out Wild Wheels uh, by unanimous vote, because I also uh, vote for Warlords over it, which means now we need to go to the old coin flipper again. We've got a one this time, so now uh, how do we think Warlords compares to Elsa Dentist? Ty, I'll let you start this one. No contest. Elsa Dentist takes it. No problem. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean... Warlords, you can kind of give it some points for kind of starting, like you just said, Puzzle Quest, a lot of stuff, mm. but Elsa Dennis is going places we don't go often, inside a mouth of a <laughs> beloved cartoon <laughs> character. Okay, yeah, alright. Uh, Tall, how about Holy you? Holy agreed. <laughs> Very well, then. Uh, I would have gone with Warlords. Uh, I made it its case already, though, and uh, it's irrelevant. Here we go. Uh, that means we are one step closer to finishing this list. We now have a ten list, a list of ten games ranked best to worst. Uh, number ten, still the worst game of all time to our knowledge, Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote. Uh, we never even discussed that game today. Uh, no other game was even at risk of taking that position. Number nine, Wild Wheels. Number eight, Gods and Heroes: Rome Rising. Number seven, Warlords. Number six, Elsa Dentist. Number five, Aruberia Noatome, still right there in the middle. Number four, IL-2 Sturmovic. Number three, Busy Scissors. Number two, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. And number one, our best game of all time to our knowledge, California Speed. Congratulations to California Speed for defending its title successfully through another episode of Let's Place. Uh, so that's going to do it for us this time. Uh, Tal, do you have anything you want people to know about? What do you mean, like my Twitter account? Yeah, or anything along those lines? No, stay away. Okay. Ty, how about you? Hey, you can if you like what you've heard today, you can get more of these antics on my Twitter <laughs> At Delirious Tiberius, but not spelled correctly. Like, put in, <laughs> like, try and spell Delirious Tiberius. <laughs> you'll probably hit it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can hear me and Ty on uh, Roll for Your Lives. Uh, you can also hear me talk about video games on a whole different podcast, because I'm a fucking loser, uh, on Games Witticism. Uh, I'm also on another podcast. I have no, I have nothing to do with my life. I'm sorry. I'm a sad man. 
Uh, I'm also on Teenagers with Attitude, a podcast where we watch the Power Rangers. Doesn't get more depressing than that. Uh, you can follow my porn Tumblr at womenoffantasticalsizes.tumblr.com. And you can follow my uh, other Twitter account, online erotica underscore TXT, where I quote and post uh, real pieces of uh, dialogue and uh, narrative from pieces of erotic fiction from across the internet. And just to kick us off here, I'm just going to read one at random, uh, one of the more recent tweets. I've got, uh, a small stream of cum begins to flow from your cock, which surprises you. Today's going to be a great day. Those are words to live by. We'll see you next time here on Let's Place. I thought I told you.